Okay, you ready? Go. Hi, and welcome to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and... Hey, where's your head? ThinkFabulous.com. I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Camber Hill. Today is Friday, May 11th, 2007. Two of a kind, for your information, we're two of a kind. Two of a kind. My observation, we're two of a kind. Oh, and welcome back to Sounds <laughs> Fabulous. Oh my God, it's the freaking month of May. Wow, it's Friday. And for people that live in hamster cages like you. Oh, shut up. This is like, it's I, like, I, I admit, we're free for 48 I admit, hours. I admit, I have been a little busy lately. You've been so busy that we've been unable to pour forth. Our great waters. No, that's To the true. hungry and no, the starving. No, that's very true. That's very true. Because uh, by the time I get home from the office, quote unquote. From the office. No, see my air quotes? The yeah, office. Air quotes. Uh, I'm so freaking exhausted. I don't even have enough energy to raise a glass of wine and toast to you. I was glad that you at least picked up your cell phone when I called you. My greatest fright was that <laughs> I was now going to go to the Did eternal... you Voicemails constantly. No, you answered your phone no <laughs> you matter where you were. Yeah, in the office, the, phone the like ba- this. You peed while you talked to me. <laughs> I always answer the phone. In the executive Hello? bathroom. Hello. What What do you want? I'm in the, I'm in a yeah, cubicle. I'm in the fucking cubicle. I'm in a cubicle and there's like 15 people that can hear this conversation. So, you know, talk softly. I can't talk very loud. <laughs> um, I don't do anything softly. I took, a, I took a job, which I didn't mind. It was a good job. It was a well-paying job and I hadn't worked in an office in a long time. Ten years. Well, actually, no. I worked in an office in San Diego last year, but uh, I was more in charge of those hours. Yeah. But, um, so it was just, it was three weeks, and I thought, oh, what the heck, I don't have anything to lose. But let me tell you, today was my last day there. <laughs> Sanity. <laughs> I was pretty damn happy to get the hell out of that office, right. let me tell you. I turned in my key fob. You know what they have now? They have little uh, electronic fobs that go on your keychain that work as a key so that you have you have admittance Access. to any room in the in the building. You just pass it over this little detector wow. that beeps and unlocks the door wow. and lets you in. Yeah. And Kept you get a little days. and you get this little card. It's about the size of a credit card, it's completely white, and it lets you park. Without that card, it costs you twenty two dollars a day. Wow. But I learned some interesting things. Such as? Um that Hamster um, cages have air conditioning. <laughs> Well, they did have a lot of air conditioning. That's good. And their uh, T1 line was really fast, so their That's internet nice. access was nice very fast. T1 what I learned was that working in an office environment really, you know, and I knew this 10 years ago when I left the office mm-hmm. environment, mm-hmm. but I think I learned that it really wasn't for me because you know what? Um, I got out of that office today under the premise of, quote unquote, working from home. Oh, it was air quotes. Air quotes, working from home, uh-huh. which basically means I'm You're leaving going the, off- to the beach I'm to leaving- go surfing. Exactly. I left yeah. at 11 Wind o'clock surfing? and I'm going kite surfing at the kite beach. Kite surfing. Um, so I, I went to the gym and I played racquetball. Then I went to the beach to play kites, to do kite surfing. And then I got stung by a stingray <gasps> on my foot. How terrible. Yeah, I know. It's quite excruciating. And I'm sitting there on the beach at the lifeguard station and they're soaking my foot. Suffering. And yeah, it's probably the most painful experience I've had to date. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? This is still even better than sitting in a cubicle. That is sad. It's still better. That's still, it's still better. better. No matter how bad it gets, wow. it's yeah. still better. Because you know what it was? Um, number one, the first week I was there, 
I was going a little nuts and I couldn't really figure out why I was so upset or angry or anxious all the time. And it was, it was because the air conditioning I, the windows, no, the I had, the cubicle. It was no, it was simply oh. because I had no control over my own time. Right. I you know, we have to be in at a certain time, we have to break at a certain time, we have yeah. to eat at a certain time. Hamster regimen. We have to stay out for a certain amount of time and then yeah. come back in. Right. And even though we were there for seven hours, I didn't feel like it's I got, sexy at first though, isn't it? Well the money was. Didn't you find it a little bit collaborative and interesting when you're going in in the first week and the connectedness with, you know, because I call them beyond time friendships. Beyond time friendships are the, what? Keep going. Keep oh, our beyond time friendships are the relationships that we encounter because we have to clock in on time. Mm-hmm. And then there are people that we don't necessarily um, find uh, fascinating and interesting, but we become... Uh, able to collaborate with them on projects because we're forced to work with them because they're they've been hired by some other main person to work in the same hamster cage where we're working mm-hmm. and so we become beyond time friendships we have to be on time we leave on time we have lunch on time and some people spend 30 years with beyond time relationships right and they actually think they are relationships and i'll see them running t- i'll see people uh in a market a grocery market, run into each other and go, Hey, hi, how are you? <laughs> How's retirement? There's a whole there's a whole mode uh, of, uh, of speed for a retired person <laughs> because they now are not on the fast track. And I've got so much time. You look good. Yeah, and, there's always that. It's and, like the fourth stage of, of life where you have youth and... Yeah. And middle age yeah. and then G then good. your mint. I could make you peanut butter and jelly and we'll have fun. They are not having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and these people try to remember that they enjoyed each other. They try to remember what they enjoyed about each other and they go and then they run into the Alzheimer's minute. You know, I was just thinking about you the other day. <laughs> oh, what was I thinking about you? <laughs> I was thinking about you those ugly these... shoes you wore 20 years ago. And your reports were so much better than this guy. Oh, oh, and you're... Yeah, you're, yeah. so that whole beyond time relationship is a fascinating um, thing that we all have to like wrap our brains around. But spiritually, the truth of the matter is, if you choose to be in a hamster cage, you work in a job, you work in a place where you got to be on time at 8 o'clock or at 8 o'clock every single day, you are meeting other people in the intersection of life who are specifically designed to meet up with you to reflect where you are and how you see yourself as an instrument of spirit. How well you see the value that you're able to contribute. If you're being paid $6.99 an hour, that is a respectable dollar amount. And that is exactly the amount of value you're providing to the world with the spirit that you have developed about yourself at that point. If you're earning $300,000 a year, You have found a niche to provide that value to the world that you create, that you are making happen each day of your life. And the people who are in that space with you, creating with you, are there on purpose to show you where you are and give you some kind of um, an inner guidance system. Well, um, you know, it's kind of funny that almost 10 years ago, I left the standard work environment, which I thought was always the place for me. Honestly, when I started going to school, I, I... That's where you were heading. That's where I was heading, and that's where I wanted to be. And I wanted to work in an, in an office environment like that. I always thought that meant success. Right. And when I left that work office environment, quite 
bitter and jaded almost 10 years ago. Which everybody does who does leave. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, the reason I left bitter and jaded wasn't because I hated the office environment. It was because there was no loyalty right. given back to me. I mean, right. I worked for that office and I, and I loved them. And then one day they turned to me and said, you don't work here anymore. And I'm like, what? How and then I realized. Just, like turned face on that? They just turned around and said, well, you know what? We're, and they blamed the company. They said, well, you know, it's the company that says that we can't. And all of a sudden, all the personal relationships I had, had didn't matter. Now I was dealing with the quote unquote, the company. Which is this entity that's invisible. You can't touch the, or go argue with. Exactly. Or, 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 or who didn't hug you during the Christmas exactly. party. Exactly. And then I realized that if I ever went back to work in that environment again, I would want a prenuptial agreement that says, <laughs> you cannot fire me so that you can hire someone else to do my job for less money. Right. That, that that's should just be unattractive. That should be un against the law, but that's yeah. exactly what they did. Yeah. But I haven't been back in that environment in almost 10 years. I've been right. working freelance independently. A lot of my friends have envied me saying, oh, you have all this freedom. You can do anything you want with right. it. But, you know, but I've often told them, you know, don't get it wrong. Right. Free, you, freedom, you have your compromises. Freedom is expensive. Right. I swear to God. Yeah. I don't earn nearly as much money being an independent contractor. However, right. I do have a much more of my own But you're control. rich in the ability yeah, of, of my own life manipulating your time. And where I can go and what I right. can do and stuff like that. And I think this experience, these three weeks at, at this agency, uh, was exactly the reminder I needed. Because you know it started first with the hour and one half commute. To go hour and one half bloody commute. commute to go eighteen miles. <laughs> Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome to Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, I would negotiated with my supervisor to leave my house at ten thirty in the morning instead of eight o'clock in the morning to get there at eleven. Because right. if I left it at ten thirty, I could get there much faster. Right. Um, so I would work from home for the first two hours of the day, and then zip in really fast and work the rest of the day there. Right. Um, and I learned that the the more money that I was earning actually was was quite nice however they took a ton of money out of it in taxes yeah right so the money that i actually took home for the week wasn't really more than i would have earned if i had allowed the same amount of hours for somebody else working at home i mean i i learned so much well and i also learned good. and and i learned the value of of being independent and and having my life oh my right. god so what would you advise uh, a guy who's 22 or 25 who's entering into the workplace? And, are we switching roles here? Go ahead. And, and has a Bachelor of Arts degree and wants to be happy. What would you suggest to a 24-year-old Thomas Gable entering into the workforce? I would suggest that they pick up the latest copy. That would be the probably the June copy of Men's Journal magazine. I love Men's Journal. Everyone loves Men's Journal, but there's an article in there. <laughs> I said uh, that kind Men's of Journal, And also, um, actually, if you pick up the May copy of Outside, which has uh, the, the, the big article on the front of it is... Uh, uh, Doing what you love and getting paid for it. Ooh, like the got, title. Right. It, what it's got is it's got three surfer brothers on the cover in their wetsuits and their and having their surfboards, and they get paid to surf. And in that article about doing what you love and getting paid for it, there is a, a little snippet article about a fellow who wrote the book on that, on that whole concept of how doing the hell can I do what I love and get paid for. Mm. And this guy's formula was quite simple. And I just tell you what was in the little snippet. It says, "Can we let, let's get your snippet? Can, can, do you know your snippet? You got it. You got it. In do your I know head my right now? Let's go back. To, let's go to a commercial and come back. 
Oh, and let's okay. let's give give the, that information. You get away. your pen and papers, right? So right. that Thomas Gable Very can uh, arm you, so that you can have the happiest life, that more happy than your father, your grandfather, or right. anybody around you currently. Even if they have a lot of great right. right. working no, independently um, and having a life, yeah, rocks, yeah. honestly. Well, yeah, we'll be right we'll back. Be right this back. is um, sounds fabulous, sounds fabulous Boy, with uh, images, everything L.A. Yeah. I'm and, Tommy Gable, and I'm uh, Camber Hill. We'll be right back after kind. My observation were two of a kind. Here's the tone. Are you feeling underappreciated? <laughs> Unloved? Why not stop by thinkfabulous.com and give your life and your attitude a kick in the ass? <laughs> <laughs> thinkfabulous.com has been renovated with 12 new and interesting principles on how to live a fabulous and wonderful life. Not to mention a whole bunch of new, terrific Think Fabulous gear that you can buy online and have shipped directly to your home for you to wear. So stop by thinkfabulous.com today. www.thinkfabulous.com stepped on that stingray and my friend's foot was swollen he could hardly walk but he knew <laughs> he knew that he had um, a connection to the universe that would allow him to have the experience of pain which he has described breaking all thresholds that he previously knew and he had a compadre who was with him that immediately ministered medical attention and care he had a lifeguard he had every responsible human available who was able to diagnose the situation and probably evaluate what he needed to do next he um, had sent vibes to me in advance so i had keys laid out so he had access to a private environment within um, a mile radius or a couple mile radius of where he was injured he was then um, put into a position where he could uh, put his feet up. He stayed concentrated on recovering his complete mobility. And within two and a half to three hours of his experience and his injury, he was back on his feet in full gear, in brand new clothes, ready to go to do a podcast to help other people learn how to live <laughs> fabulously. Uh, thanks. Welcome. Um, truth be told. Truth be told. After the stingray stung me in the foot, and uh, the lifeguard took me to the lifeguard station and was soaking my foot in hot was water. Was he cute? 
I'm no, gay. I no, ask questions. Well, like he this. was cute for a lot doesn't of matter, doesn't matter. But he wasn't cute. physically attractive, but he was really, really beamingly cute from the inside out. And he had every information. He was an incredibly you wonderful human being. Great person. Uh, actually, on the beach, everybody's beautiful. Um, this guy took such good care of me and talked to me, and we had we had a really good chat. Nice. And I realized, even though sitting there uh, with a swollen foot, with a swollen foot in that pain, the most exquisite pain I think I've ever been in wow. before in my life. Fabulous. Um, it was better than sitting in the cubicle. Cubicle is what he said. It was better. <laughs> it was better than okay, being Okay, stingrays are better than sitting in cubicles. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell the guys matter. at Google well, because one thing they may not agree. One thing you don't feel when you're sitting in the cubicle doing work eight hours a day. Is your life. You don't feel alive. No, you don't you feel really alive. Don't. You really don't feel alive. When you're in a cubicle, and, you don't uh, feel alive. You, you want to get back out to life. You can't get... Stingray stung in the cubicle. No, you can't, you can't. get sunburned. There's no danger. You can't get sunburned in the cubicle. And, no, you and, can get fired. And going back and forth to work from Lose health in a cubicle will not fill. Lose 401. It won't fill the back of your car with sand. It right. really won't. Your car was filled with sand. It's totally And I'm a gay sand. Virgo, and I was disgusted with your car filled with sand. My car is filled with sand and smells Ooh, like sea gross. salt. Gross, gross, gross. Get yes, it cleaner, cleaner, no, and cleaner. I'm alive. Yeah. I'm alive. Yeah. And the people that I met and hung out with today and did my thing with you today. You had life. They're exquisite. You had yeah. life. I, yeah. And you know what? Priceless. Priceless. Frickin'. American Express. Priceless. Priceless. The cost of getting stung in the foot by a stingray. Yeah. Yeah, Priceless. you're living life. Give it to me any day, baby. Yeah, you're living life. Any day. This has been Sounds Fabulous, brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and... Where's your head? Thinkfabulous.com. That's your new byline. That's the new That's the new campaign right now is, where's your head? Where's is your it head? in the sand, which is where your foot should have been, <laughs> and I would have been safer. Where's your head? Up your... Uh, Camber Hill, Behavior Minds and Cues. Behavior Minds and Cues? Bees and Cues? Behavior Peas and Cues. That's a good byline. I like that. Where's your head? And I saw that on your license plate today when I was yeah. following you. Yeah. Uh, because your license plate, of course, says Think where's Fab. Your, yeah. And it says, uh, where's your head? Thinkfabulous.com. I yeah. think that's really a great violin. I think that's going to kill you. I hope so. I hope so. Um, anyway, brought to you by Thinkfabulous.com. Yeah, which is what we're all about. Yeah, so uh, return and visit us because we're going to be um, helping all of you dig deep and come up with something fun in order to move your life into absolutely delicious modes <laughs> of everyday life. And we guarantee you will not be bored. Hopefully next week we'll have some letters or emails from somebody that that has something for us to talk about. Yeah, go to thinkfabulous.com and send uh, me an email. Or go to Images Everything LA and um, send us something if you have and, an inquiry and, and we'll answer your questions. And we would love to hear from you. Yeah. I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Camber Hill. We'll talk to you next week when our topic of conversation is going to be... How do you address your lover... To ask them to be a little bit different than they've been for a very long time. Good question. Yeah. We'll take care of that next week. I'm telling you, they'll take care of that. Two of a kind. It's my observation. We're two of a kind. Peas in a pod. Birds of feather alone.